Thank you, Lord Jesus. Luke chapter 8, verse 1. The Bible says, And it came to pass afterward that he went throughout every city and village, preaching and showing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God. And the twelve were with him, and certain women which had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities, Mary called Magdalene, out of whom went seven devils. And Joanna, the wife of Chusa, Herodes' steward, and Susanna, and many others, which ministered unto him of their substance. The title of my message today is the Kingdom Enablers. Kingdom Enablers. In Jesus' mighty name, Amen. So, Basically, the word enabler, right? The word enabler uh, means a person or a thing that makes something possible, all right? An enabler is a person or a thing that makes uh, something possible. So, uh, in the context of the kingdom of God, when we talk of kingdom, uh, kingdom enablers, right, we are talking about people that make the work of the kingdom go forward, all right? Those are kingdom enablers, people who make things happen in the kingdom of God. Those are kingdom enablers. So you are going to find out that in the church, we have two main groups, all right? There are many groups in the church, but we have two main groups that are in the church. One group is called the ministers of the word, all right? And the other group are the people that are ministered to. Okay? So if you read um, your Bible very well, you are going to see, uh, for example, in Ephesians 4, when it talks about the fivefold ministry, those are the ministers that are called specifically, uh, specifically for the preaching of the word of God. Okay? And then there are those that are ministered to. So we have two many groups that we have uh, in the church. So the minister of the word is the man or the woman who stands in the place of ministry, all right? So he is a kingdom enabler in the ministry of the word, all right? So if you look at uh, the ministries of the apostles, you are going to see that most of the time they said, we want to dedicate ourselves to the preaching of the word, not necessarily to administration issues or uh, 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 the day-to-day -day running of the church, all right? Elders or deacons, would uh, uh, probably do that. But the ministers of the word, they say, we want to dedicate ourselves to the ministry of the word. So they are kingdom enablers when it comes to the preaching of the word. That is their part that they do, all right? Now, when it comes to the other side, which is uh, the people that are ministered to, they also have to be kingdom enablers in the various things that need to be done in the church. There are a lot of things that need, to be, that need to be done in the church so that the ministry of the word will go forward, all right? So uh, apart from uh, doing the day-to-day -day things that need to be done in the church, uh, the people that are in the church, they are expected also to contribute to the upkeep of the work of God, all right? Everything that is done under the sun is a cost to it, isn't it? So, for example, when we talk about giving, the reason why every person in the church must give 
is to support the work of the Lord so that the work may go forward. So every person has this duty. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So apart from you praying for the church, I know there are people who pray for themselves, but it's not so easy for them to, to pray for the church or for the work. You are supposed to be a kingdom enabler, praying for the church, all right? And working day in and day out to make sure that the gospel of Jesus Christ goes out there. So right now, you might also need to ask yourself to say, what am I doing so that the work of God may go forward? This is not something that you wait for the preachers of the word to do. The preachers of the word will continue preaching. But what part are you playing so that the work of God goes forward in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ? Amen. So most of the time when we talk about supporting the work of God, most people run to say, oh, these ministers, they want our money. I'm not talking about money only, all right? There are many things that need to be done. For example, there are things like even setting up the church, for example. There are things like even sweeping up where you are. You, you minister the word, isn't it? Where you are ministered to. There are many things that need to be done in the church. What about preaching to others? It's not only the ministers of the word who do that. You also preach to others as well. You preach to your family members. You preach to acquaintances. You have to do that as part of being a kingdom enabler. So there are a lot of things that you can do in the church apart from just your financial support. But financial support is also important. And here I want you to hear me very well. It's not only about supporting the minister, all right? Because there are some who need that support. There are others who try to work with their own hands, right? So that they are not a burden to the church, just like Paul, right? He said, I'm not a burden to you because I try my best not to be a burden to you. So there are people like that. But when it comes to the preaching of the word itself, you have to play your part in that. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Because there are a lot of things that have to be done. I will give you a good example. There are rentals that need to be paid. There are rests that need to be paid. You go to church, you use the water, isn't it, in the church. For example, who pays for that water if you don't do that? So you can't wait for the pastor to do that. The pastor has been called to the ministry of the word. So in other ways, that is how congregants, congregants can actually partner with the word of God so that the word of God goes forward. There are things that have to be done. For example, if you want to do a crusade, you have to go out to a place. You have to hire what? Transport to go out. You need fuel to go out. You need instruments to go out. You need a present worship team to, to actually uh, 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 seeing at that particular event. You need ushers. You need all these things. They need support. So they need the support of the people. All right. And they, it also requires resources which must actually come from the church. We can't wait for uh, donations that come from the heathen. You are the people that are in the church and you have to make things happen. You have to be kingdom enablers in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. So you are going to find out that the ministers of the word, they will need trusted people who can stand with them in this work. It's not a work that has been called to them. You know, there are a lot of people who say, you are the one who is called. You are the one who... No, 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 no. He is called, yes, to stand in a particular place in the ministry of the word. But there are others who are called to also stand in their place. There are people who are called to support 
that work and even to support the man who has been called to preach the word. Oh, are you hearing what I'm saying? In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. So ministers of the word, they need people that are trusted, trusted people, faithful, uh, faithful people who stand with them in the preaching of the word, no matter the consequences. It doesn't matter the stage at which you are. More so, if a ministry is just beginning, it will need people who are what resilient, people who are strong, people who are able to stand through thick and thin because there is a lot that has to be done. Are you hearing what I'm saying? There's a lot of planning that has to be done. There's a lot of execution that has to be done. So you are going to find out that there are people that you might even uh, 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 commit things to. You commit things as a minister to them to do, but they don't what do them. So if those things that are uh, if those things are not done, then how can the work of God go forward? So each and every person in the church, you have to play your part. You don't have to wait for the minister to say, can you do this or can you do that? Be available and say, is there anything that needs to be done? Is there anything that I can do to help? Are you hearing what I'm saying? So sometimes you may not be asked to do something because maybe the minister says this person does not want to do things or this person might not be approachable. But yourself take initiative and say, what needs to be done? You know, right now, uh, churches were what? were basically closed because of the pandemic, isn't it? So many others are now opening up. Can we actually have people who stand and partner with the ministry so that the work goes forward? Are you hearing what I'm saying? Others even stopped paying their tithes. They stopped paying their, uh, uh, giving their what? Their offerings, you see. But now there is work that needs to be done. There are rentals that need to be paid. Are you hearing what I'm saying? But there is no one who can stand to support that kind of work. Is there anyone who come and say, Pastor, let us do this thing. What is needed? What is required? If it is money that is needed, let us contribute and do things. That is what a kingdom enabler does. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. So I'm not only preaching for myself. I'm preaching for all ministers out there. This is something that is important for the work of God to go forward. This is what kingdom business is all about. When Jesus says, uh, um, keep your what, your treasure in heaven, what did he mean? Which means in the things that we do, we are supposed to make sure that we use our resources uh, uh, for the kingdom of God. We need to use our resources for the what? For the propagation of the word of God in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. So, we must lift this burden that is upon the ministers of the word of God. It's not everyone who wants to abuse your resources. It's not everyone who wants to abuse your finances. But we have genuine ministers whom God has called to this work. Who need to be supported. Who need your support as a, as a what? As a child of God. As a believer. Because the Bible says, this is what the Lord said. He says, one who saves me, that person my father will honor, isn't it? So you have to ask yourself, when the Lord says, the one who saves me, in what way are you saving the Lord? Going to church and hearing the word of God is not saving the Lord. You have to do something. So your question now that you have to answer is, 
What are you doing for the Lord? What are we doing for the Lord in the name of Jesus Christ? What are we doing to support the ministers that stand to preach the word of God day in and day out? In Jesus' mighty name, amen. So, the ministers of the word of God were sent by Jesus, just as Jesus was sent by the Father. Are you hearing this? Because Jesus said, as I was sent by my Father, so I send you. So the way Jesus was sent is the same way that we were sent by him. So if Jesus needed support in the ministry work that he did, that means that we also need that kind of support, that same support that Jesus had in order to, what? to execute uh, 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 the task that he was given, that was committed to him. You know, sometimes the effectiveness of ministers is also determined by the support that he receives. If everything is left to him, how is he able to be effective when he has to do everything? But... When people are there to stand with him, then at least he can give much time and more time to the word and prayer and to the things that need to be done because there are people who are there who stand in the gap and who cover the gap, right? Who, who actually uh, 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 also make sure that the things that are needed are also available. If the pastor is to think about finances all the time and how to get finances, how can he also be effective in other things if he's worried about all these things? So we need men and women who take the initiative to say, what can we do so that the work of God goes forward? In Jesus' mighty name, amen. So let us look at uh, 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 this verse that we read because even Jesus, as I said, needed kingdom enablers in the work that he did. So from that verse, all right, look uh, chapter 8. The Bible tells us that the 12 were with him. Why did Jesus choose the 12? Why were the 12 with him? Because he needed people to stand with him in the preaching of the word. He needed people to support him in the preaching of the word. Oh, come on, somebody. Are you hearing this? I'm praying that as I'm preaching this word, kingdom enablers are rising. To everyone who's hearing my voice, kingdom enablers are what? arising. A kingdom enabler spirit is arising in your spirit in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So the twelve were with him and they supported him throughout his ministry. They were his helpers. At this time when they were with Jesus, right, they were not the ministers of the word. It was Jesus who came to preach. Are you hearing this? But they were with him and at certain times he would delegate his work to them to say go out and preach. Go two by two and preach. So that, that means a minister can actually have people that are on standby to say, can you do this? Can you do that? Can you go and preach? It, it's not your job to stand in the place of ministry, but it's your job to stand in the place of support. Oh my God, are you hearing what I'm saying? So when the time came that Jesus was taken away, by the Father, when he went to heaven, now the task was on them to propagate the word of God. So you might actually be there to make sure that there is continuance. When Moses was taken out, Joshua, Joshua was there to, to continue the work. 
So you have to see things uh, uh, from that light to say, if I am not available, who is going to continue the work? Who is going to support the work? Who is going to carry forward the work? Be a kingdom enabler in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So, the Bible tells us here that there were also some women who received the ministry from Jesus. Some of them, they were healed. Some of them, he cast uh, devils out from them. All right. And these women, they supported him. And the Bible specifically says they ministered unto him of their substance. So, which means Jesus needed their substance. Jesus needed their resources. Jesus needed their finances. The Bible does not show us where he asked for that kind of substance. But they realized this man is doing work for the kingdom. So we need to support him with our substance, with our resources. They also followed him as he ministered. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Hallelujah. Yes, so it's something that has been observed even now that the people that support the work of God mostly are women in churches. More than men. So this is a call to men to wake up. You know, it's actually well known that men, mostly they are the providers in the house. The same way that you are a provider in the house, stand out, stand up and be counted when it comes to the things of God, when it comes to doing the work of God. Stand up and be counted and begin to minister also with your substance in the church. It's not only your spirit that is wanted. It's not only your what? Your participation that you, even your substance is needed so that the work of God goes forward. As I said, there must be rentals that need to be paid. And who does that if we don't stand up to do it? There's a lot of things that need to be done. Race, right? Evangelism needs to be sponsored. Who is there among you who is going to stand up and sponsor the work of God? Who is there among you who is going to stand up and support those who preach the word? Who is going to stand by the... Because you know what? As Jesus went and preached the word of God, these men were with him always. Wherever he went, they were with him. But nowadays, we have people who say, go forward, men of God, go, but you remain behind. We need people who stand with those that preach the word of God in Jesus' mighty name. And be available when you are needed. Be available when you are needed. There are many times when even the men of God cannot pray for everyone. Be available also to pray for them. There's a day when he's not able to preach. Be available to, pre uh, to preach. Be available to be sent on an errand. Be available to do something. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Read these Gospels and you see the work that the apostles were doing. Even when the crowd was too much, they were there to control the crowds. So they were always available for them to do the work that Jesus would assign to them. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. We need to be able to be humble enough to be assigned work. 
be humble enough to even ask what can we do? My God, in Jesus' mighty name, amen. Makandelebo satalabakaya. Mandelebo satipahaya. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, what these women did was very important. Otherwise, it would not have been recorded in the Bible. It was recorded that they ministered. They ministered. And it was recorded. If it was not important, it would not have been recorded. And the Bible specifically says, whenever you do things for God, you are rewarded. You don't do things for what? For nothing. And here we have a lot of people who want the blessing of God in their life, but they cannot stand up and do what is required. They cannot stand up and be a what? A kingdom enabler. My God, in Jesus' mighty name, amen. I want to take your attention to uh, uh, the book of Luke again, chapter 5, all right? There's a scenario there I want you to see of how the apostle Peter before he was even an apostle, became a kingdom enabler. And I want you to see how the Lord blessed him. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Glory to Jesus. Luke chapter 5, from verse 1. So the Bible says, And it came to pass that as the people praised upon him to hear the word of God. So there were a lot of people here. Who were pressing against him. They were not just believers, you know. This was a mixed multitude. As you read the Gospels, you understand that, okay? There were a lot of people. As powerfully as Jesus preached, and as uh, you, you saw these multitudes following, following him because of the miracles, but on the day of Pentecost, you see only 120 that were waiting upon the word that he said. But here we have multitudes. But what's interesting is that the Bible is saying they were pressing upon him to hear the word of God. Which means Jesus was under a lot of pressure here, isn't it? So even in the work of God, there can be a lot of pressure. There can be a lot of pressure. There can be a lot of things that can press upon you. There can be a lot of things that can come on you. So they were pressing upon him to hear the word of God. And he stood by the lake of Gennesaret. Verse 2. And saw two ships standing by the lake. But the fishermen were gone out of them and, they, and were washing their nets. So as this pressure was coming upon him, what did he see? He saw two ships. Do you know that uh, as a minister or as someone who is doing the work of, work of God, you can actually uh, be in need of something and you are able to even see the things that you need or the people that can offer the things that you need but the things are not available to you. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So he saw these two ships and the people were pressing upon him which means if he did not move from this place then the people might probably crush him. So what did he do? In verse 3, and he entered into one of the ships, which was Simon's, and he prayed him that he would thrust out a little from the land. So what did Jesus do when he saw these two ships? He entered into one of them, which belonged to, to Simon. And he prayed him or asked him that he would 
thrust out a little from the land. So, by entering into the ship and thrusting out a little from the land, then Jesus would be spared from the what? From the pressure from the crowds that are pressing on him so that he could be free to preach the word without the crowd crushing him. Oh, you are, are you hearing what I'm saying? So sometimes we need kingdom enablers that take off or lift off the pressure <laughs> that the ministers actually have or the ministers are actually carrying. Oh, this is important. This is kingdom business, isn't it? My God in Jesus' mighty name, amen. I'm preaching a message that equips you to serve God. A message that equips you to do what you are expected to do. Because we are supposed to equip you for the work of, of the ministry. That's what the Bible says. Alright? So, when, when he got into the ship and thrust out a little from the land, then some pressure was relieved from him. Here Peter had a resource that Jesus needed. And when he was asked, he supplied the resource which enabled Jesus to what? To continue preaching the word of God freely. Uh, are you hearing what I'm saying? So be a kingdom enabler that will allow the word of God to be preached freely. In many ways, we, 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 we may be constricted. We may be praised upon. In many ways, oh my God, are you hearing this? In many ways, there can be a lot of things that are uh, 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 fighting against the preaching of the word. Many, many times we may face situations where it's not easy to preach the word. But have an eye to see and be an enabler. Oh my God, are you hearing what I'm saying? Be an enabler. That makes the preaching of God free. That makes the preaching of the word of God easier. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Where you are needed, be available. Where you are needed, be what? Be available. Some of you have the expertise that is needed in some areas, in some professional areas. Offer that expertise. Offer that knowledge for the kingdom of God. You know, if you use your expertise and your knowledge for the things that benefit you in this world only, how do you benefit then from the blessings of God? How do you benefit from what God has to offer? Which means you have to use things that you have for the benefit of the kingdom. Always try to find ways uh, 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 to, to serve God. New ways to serve God. Always try to find gaps that you can fill. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Always be available. Always try to find out from your pastor. To say, what can I do? What needs to be done? What can I do? What can we do here? Those are the people that are needed. Those are the people that we are looking for and not finding. My God, are you hearing what I'm saying? We are not finding these people. We want faithful people who can stand with the ministers of the word so that the work becomes easier. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Right. So, he thrust out a little from the land and he sat down and taught the people out of the ship, out of the resource that was supplied by Peter. Out of the substance that was supplied by what? By Peter. He preached from that ship. Jesus did not have a ship, but he had to use someone's ship. So in the preaching of the word, we may not have some resources, but we need your resources. 
to be able to what? To preach this word. Be an enabler. Find out where the church is what is lacking. Find out where uh, 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 the ministry of the word is lacking. And cover that gap. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. So when he was, uh, 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 when he sat down in the ship and taught the people out of it, right? He actually began to minister more freely. Because of Peter, right? Because of the ship that was supplied. And then in verse 4, the Bible says, Now when he had left speaking, in other words, when he had finished speaking, he said unto Simon, Launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a drought. Wow. After he had what? He had finished. So which means, uh, uh, you know, we, 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 let's read a little down so that you see what Peter said. In verse 5 he says, And Simon answering said unto him, Master, we have toiled all night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word I will let down the net. And when they had this done, they enclosed a great multitude of fish, and their net broke. And they beckoned unto their partners, which were in the other ship, that they should come and help them. And they came and filled both ships, so that they began to sink. Wow. Peter and his partners, they toiled all night, but could not catch any fish. Interesting. But here comes Jesus. Who needed to use their ship? He did not tell them to go and fish, uh, and fish first. But he said, give me your boat so that I can preach the word from your boat. And when I've preached the words from your boat, that's when I will say unto you, now uh, let down your nets. So there are things that must be done first before you can receive a reward or a blessing from God. You may say, I've told all night and I'm not getting anything. I'm trying to do this business and trying to do that. I'm trying to acquire this property. I'm trying to... But the question is, what have we done for Christ? What have we done for him? Have we been kingdom enablers? Have we enabled the preaching of the gospel in any way for him to come and say, let down your nets. Oh, are you hearing this? He only said that after he had finished preaching. So there are things that you must do first before you see the blessing. But we have people who want to see the blessing before they do. So I'm expecting you to begin to do things. And when you begin to do those things, then Jesus will then appear and say, can you let down your nets? We have a lot of people here who have left or we have stopped doing what they were supposed to do. Think about it. What were you supposed to do that you have stopped doing? In the church, what responsibilities were you given that you stopped doing? You have denied Jesus of the ship that he needs so that he can propagate the word. How can he then say unto you, lay down your nets? For a catch. And when Jesus does it, it's very different from how you would do it ordinarily. Because when you do it on your own, you cannot uh, 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 fill your ship with, with what? With fish. But here even two sheep were 
sinking with the amount of fish because of his word. When Jesus says things, things happen. But all this time, I want you to see, as powerful as he was, he still needed people to stand with him. As powerful as he was, he needed kingdom enablers. And why would he do that? Because how can you be blessed if you don't do it? You know, God can do things on his own. But the reason why he says do is so that you may be blessed. Jesus said, occupy until I come. And then he goes, isn't it? But after a long time, the Bible says he comes back now and says, okay, did you do what I said you should do? So if he comes back and he finds you not doing what you're supposed to do, then there is a problem. But after he goes and uh, uh, you keep on doing what he said uh, do, when he comes back, obviously you are going to get a reward, isn't it? In Jesus' mighty name, amen. So sometimes you don't need to be told every time you need to do this, you need to do this, just to do it. The last word that he said to you, do this, continue doing it until he tells you to stop or until he tells you to change, isn't it? He says, occupy until I come, which means you must keep on occupying. You must keep on doing the work. You must keep on doing the work until he comes. In the powerful name of the Lord Jesus Christ, amen. Hallelujah. So Jesus, I mean Peter, sowed something into the work of God and he reaped something from it. That's why the Bible says you reap what you sow, isn't it? If he had not provided the ship, then there wouldn't be this blessing that he received. This miracle, he wouldn't receive it. So there are things that we must do so that we can receive. So, so that you may reap. This is what 2 Corinthians 9 verse 6 says. But this I say, he which soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly. And he which soweth bountifully shall also reap bountifully. Isn't it? So this is a principle in the kingdom of God. So I'm urging you saints, wherever you are and those that are listening to me, Begin to sow in the work of God. Begin to serve God in all ways that you can. In more ways than one. Try to find where there is a gap and try to fill it. And not, don't neglect your giving to the work of God. You know, there are a lot of people during this pandemic who neglected that. But the word of God does not say there are seasons when you can give and seasons when you don't give. The work of God must be supported. Those online platforms have to be paid. Oh, come on, somebody. You have to pay. There is data that is needed. Oh, are you hearing what I'm saying? Even uploading a sermon, there is a lot of data that is needed, gigabytes that are needed for that. So you can't say there is no what? There are no expenses. When you preach the word of God, there are always expenses to cover. At one time, Paul said, I'm not doing this so that you may give me what I want or what. But he said, so that you may be blessed. Because if you don't do it, how can you be blessed? Oh, are you hearing what I'm saying? As the pastor, you can continue sponsoring the work and doing, but the blessing will come to you. How can your congregants, how can the people that follow you be blessed? They have to be part of spreading the work. 
if we are doing 30% of what we are supposed to do, with your input, we can reach 50%. If another person brings in their input, we can reach what? 70%. So, we need your support. The ministers of the word need your support. The Lord Jesus Christ needs your support. Be a kingdom enabler in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. You know, at one time, uh, uh, Paul said, I beseech you, brethren, you know the house of Stephanas, that it is the first, first fruits of our care, and that they've addicted themselves to the ministry of the saints. They've addicted themselves. Addict yourself to the ministry of the word. Addict yourself to the ministry of the word of the saints. Addict yourself to serving the Lord, and you shall be blessed in Jesus' mighty name.